If Fog Could Sing Stories by Charlie Price Ritual Humiliation by Charlie Price Read by Charlie Price Pep had been a catechumen of the Catholic Church for very many months. He had attended a whole year of weekly evenings compulsory for reception candidates in the dismal church hall, must redolent. Week after week, Tuesday, 7.30, and not a minute later because Father Daddy hated lateness, Pep listened, with an ear perhaps too credent, to the white-cassocked priest's recitals. Father Daddy loved his role. His seventh year assigned presidency over the rite of Catholic adult initiation. He loved to lovingly and gushingly sing the praises of the church, extemporise glowing soliloquies detailing dogmas wrought in and out of millennia. Pep listened carefully and openly each week, even to nonsense. At the times Father Daddy uttered assertions that were staggering even by his doctrinal standards, such as the fact that a carrot has a soul. Not a soul like me and you, but a carrot soul and Pep's credence was stretched beyond its generous limit, he just smiled quietly, a quiet, ironical, disbelieving smile. After all this routine, for the catechumen class had been deeply planted into his routine, Pep was ready to be received into God's holy Catholic Church. Ahead of low Sunday, when Pep was to be received into the church at noon mass, there was a rehearsal with Father Daddy. Pep entered the church, lighted only dimly, dim with seriousness. The red carpets stretched, a tongue running up the middle all the way to the grand culmination of the altar, dividing the pews into two symmetrical clusters, and indeed perfect symmetry showed in the sanctuary, the large arches that fronted it, in the two watching angels lofted high on either side, the apse, high altar, and in the tabernacle. Behind, the last of day passing beautifully through the many bold colours of the inked glass, the stained glass window, Calvary, and the Mother of God, her heart extruded, pierced sevenfold with swords, the seven blades silver and gleaming with anguish. The organ lay dormant and geometric. Crucifixes hung with the figure of Christ lay like unpleasant surprises in a number of inopportune places. Garlanded Marian figures, arms laden with the Christ child, also appeared, like sudden spectres here and there and other likenesses and statues of saints, stood guarding the church's hallowed yards. A penitent prayed bead after bead of her rosary by the dark confession box. Father Daddy arrived just before Pep. In fact, they entered the church just about simultaneously, each plucking a dab of holy water for himself from the attendant's stoop as they crossed the threshold. Father Daddy took Pep through the liturgy and rubrics of the reception rite, and Pep nodded and smiled in his usual way. Pep, having received instruction, felt glowing and graceful. He was looking forward to the resultant climax of all this preparation, the payoff for this year of careful induction into the secrets of the church. He had the consent of the tribe to be admitted to this tight-knit circle of the just. He turned to leave after his rehearsal with Father Daddy, saying, Thank you, Father. Just a moment, Father Daddy said. There's one more thing, a prayer of exorcism. Just a little bit of liturgy I conduct alone now, to command Satan to flee from you. Oh, is that really necessary? It is, child. Why? Pep asked. You are not a member of God's church. Satan may have identified you 
as an apt vessel to do his evil works. That's a real possibility, is it? Pep said. It is, my son, Father Daddy replied, gravely. Well, all right then, Pep conceded. Don't worry, Father Daddy consoled, eliciting a stern purple stole from a cassock pocket. There won't be any spinning heads. Right, Pep replied. Would you like it done in English or Latin? The priest asked. Pep thought about this. He liked the idea of arcane, archaic Latin, but might he come over as pretentious? Whichever you'd prefer, Pep said. It's not about which I'd prefer, Father Daddy quickly responded. It is whichever you would prefer. Pep pondered a moment. What does prefer even mean in this case? Whichever would put you most at ease, whichever you feel most comfortable with, whichever you believe will most effectively raise your heart and mind up to God the Father. Well, what English person would be more comfortable with Latin than English? English, then, Father Daddy said. Yes, I suppose so. You suppose? Yes, which do you want? Not which do you suppose, or which do you suppose you want. Which do you, of your own free will, truly want? I don't know, Pep said. There was a lull in the discourse. Well, how about Latin, then? said Father Daddy. Why? I prefer doing it in Latin. Just a moment, Pep interposed, faintly appalled. I thought this was about which I wanted. Well, it's getting late. Time is wasting. Satan does not delay, you know. Fine, Latin, Pep said, wearily, with a little hostility. Right, Father Daddy said, and he smiled to himself. Right this way. Father Daddy turned and climbed the three steps up to the level on which the clothed altar stood, a little elevated. He put on the purple stole around his neck, making the length symmetrical on either side, and he said, Kneel down on the second step. Pep looked at the steps, then at the gowned priest towering over him like a pompous, angry effigy, and then back at the steps. Then the priest, the steps, the priest, the steps. I don't want to kneel. Pep said. The priest cocked his head, and a strange movement animated him briefly, a spasm like a crepuscular bird disturbed by a sudden noise in the coming night. I beg your pardon, he said, in a voice sterner than his usual stern voice. I don't want to. I'd rather have it done standing up. Father Daddy laughed. <laughs> no, no, that is absolutely incorrect. It, absolutely incorrect. It has to be done kneeling. Please, Father, come on, just for my own sanity, in the interest of getting on. Just let me stand. No, 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 it's quite impossible, I'm afraid. Continuing to shake his head, he once more pronounced with greater heaviness, three Thatcherite no's. Pep pondered the exchange. He smiled his quiet, ironical, disbelieving smile. Finally, very seriously, very emphatically, he said, Father, I would appreciate it if you would respect my choice. I am happy to receive your blessing. Exorcism, Father Daddy interrupted. Right, exorcism, in Latin even, Pep continued, concluding. But I would like to stand up. Father Daddy shook his head. You know what, the priest said. Get out. That's it, that is it. You're barred. You're barred from the church. You're banned, not just from this church, but the entire Catholic church. You are banned. Get out. Go on. Piss off. No exorcism for you. Pep shrugged, obliged, 
and strode out of the church into the evening, without genuflection or sign of the cross. The priest loped after him, in heavy, ungainly pursuit, flailing, flailing, his voice crying out, his anguish wetting his cheek with hot tears. He stood at the portal, beneath a small stone pieta, screaming obscenity, rejected wretchedness. And finally, "'You ruined the exorcism, you little faggot! You ruined the reception! You ruined your own confirmation! Don't you realise this is my life? I have nothing else! This is my life!' This is the only thing in my life, the only thing that gives me any pleasure. This is my pleasure. You ruined my pleasure, you little faggot. You fucking faggot!